Are we going to review my Ronier? No, we no. got something else. I'm going to crack this and pour it around. Chad, if you want to... You got yeah. some, some deets on it? Deets on This uh, is a bitchin' logo. Yeah, yeah. so this is, a, this is a deep cut. Welcome to another episode of the American Beer Review Podcast. Good times with good friends requires good beer. Lucky for us, we know how to pick all three. We're a group of friends who grew up in the Pacific Northwest, giving us a jump start on our craft beer journey. Join us today while Brian, Alec, and Chad review some beer, talk about beer topics, and whatever else comes up. We invite you to pour yourself a drink and hang out with us. From uh, Kings County uh, Brewing, is it Brewing Cooperative? Brewing Collective. Brewing Collective out in Brooklyn, New York. Um, this is, once I scroll down to it, because I had it, then I scrolled back. Cause I'm Middle Earth. Middling Earth. This Middling. is Middling Earth. Um, it's an ESB. Extra, extra special bitter. There you go. Uh, Lord of the Rings themed, obviously. We've got... Uh, Roto. And uh, Samwise. Uh Analogs on the label as well as a, a Schmiegel. And looks like a Gandalfy guy out yeah. there too. Yeah. This is a 4.8 uh, extra special bitter. Um, this was off one of my uh, Tavor drops. A uh, collection of weird beers. Uh, I think we're going to do a, a separate episode on the remaining weird, really weird beers I got. Dude, you have some really weird this beers. This is like the most normal beer mm-hmm. um, outside of... Uh, there's a hoppy pills we'll do later. Uh, foreshadowing. Uh, so yeah, they and spent that, some money on this logo. I know, I know that there. There's some artwork in that thing. Well, I mean, it's oh, it's shiny, shiny and like reflective, and like yeah. Eyes and swords That's a, and stuff. It, that yeah. is a high quality can wrap right there. Uh, yeah. Sticker, sticker. Sticker. Yes. So we, is is there a uh, indicator there to rip it off to see if we win a free beer? I do not. Think ah. there was an indicator on there. It was canned Damn. on uh, uh, one January fifth. So at yeah. the time of this recording, it's just a couple than, weeks old. Than, yeah, about eight weeks old. Three weeks. Yeah, about eighteen days. Nice golden amber color. Yeah, like it, it. Yeah. So you are not deceived if you pour this knowing it's an ESB, uh, because uh, growing up here we had Red Hook. Yeah, and that was like the go-to, the, the, the go-to ESB before <laughs> I found like. Actual European style ESBs and whatnot. I feel like Alki, you ESB was one of your like early grab-ons for like kind of craft beers. Mm. Craft air quotes. Yeah, I think think that's because we were stealing them from somebody. No, but even yeah, no, No, because I it was post twenty one for sure because that's when I was around drinking. But you you tried to like push me into those types, and I was like, man, I don't know about this business. But it's probably it was probably Red Hooks. I'm gonna stick with my natural light. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I didn't stick very long with that one. Yeah, you <laughs> did not. Oh, that is mm. fantastic. So That's a good just are, like... So the good, description... Beer. Yeah, so yeah. the description ha- uh, says uh, extra special bitter at 4.8% ABV. Very crushable, very sessionable beer. Uh, we are looking for aromas of uh, orange marmalade, marmalade uh, for the... Uh, Pronunciation adjacent. Tea and toast up front with a blend of high oil, Cascade, and East Kent Gold, East Kent Golding hops. 
with some biscuity English malt in the background. All right. It, this is just a very overall um, less hops, more dependent on malt yes. uh, beer as an ESB, which is, I'm going to be honest, a lot of what my early craft days were. More the malty side. Yes, because mm-hmm. I came I came in from Henry Weinhardt's side, so I had Henry Weinhardt's Private Reserve. They had I think they had an ESB, they had a Pale Ale, and then that transitioned into the Red Hook ESB. Before I jumped off into other things, but really nothing else was available. That was your that was your beer journey. Yeah. That that's a whole other episode. Like if each I, of ours beer beer journeys, like mm, yeah. oh, I, I've been. Whole episodes that you've missed out on. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies. It's, so, it's something to look forward to in future episodes for the dear listener. Uh, can I do a little tangent? Please. Shoot. So you said that this was uh, East Kent Golding's hops, right? Yes. So uh, that's a very traditional, like, British mm-hmm. style very. hop. And so this the bitter style of beer... It's pretty traditional. This one talks about it being like English muffin with the malt and stuff. Uh, we actually live near a town called Kent. Yes. And there is the yes. whole valley there that's called the Kent Valley. Yes. Do you know how it got that name? Uh, I have a suspicion about yes. where the tangents yes. are going. Yes. But I'm going to say no for now, but please enlighten. Uh, it used to be one of the highest uh, producers of hops in that area and making like – these types of hops before they started to make the the ones that we know as traditional like Washington hops they mm-hmm. were trying to replicate. replicate the hops that came from other places and so uh, yeah the Kent Valley was actually known as one of the hop like great hop growing huh. areas during that time and that's where like that name kind of comes from huh. is the tradition the link to uh, the hop growing culture that was here. And now we only think of it as being on, like, on the east side of the mountains. Mm-hmm. But that's also a very different type of climate. That, right. Like, this climate, not quite, but more similar to... A lot more comparable to UK. To, yeah, to yeah. a UK kind of climate compared to getting uh, the different, like, brighter styles of hops that we're getting um, on the east side of the mountains now with Yakima, so... Yeah, so that's a fun little thing. Um, bitters are, are a, a bitter style, especially an ESB-style beer. To me, the name was always what pushed me off from choosing that type of beer as one I'd want to drink. Like I remember trying, like you said, or like I said, you were into it earlier, and those types, um, I just wasn't that into beer at the time. So then also getting this ESB beer didn't fit for what I wanted at the time. Right. Um, but uh, to me, just this beer with a name called Bitter, they're not bitter in the way that we think of it now. No, because you compare this to like an IPA and this is sweet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I had a um, Bitter recently, basically I think of it like a table beer, honestly, from Structures. It was like 3.8%. Mm-hmm. It was actually... Uh, much more golden than this one, like a little clearer and cleaner. Um, but these are like a, kind of like amber style, but it's like yeah. got a little bit of like amber color, 
it's that malt forward flavor to it. Um, and I'd, I'd like to inject like what we get on the West, like what we get in our area as an Amber mm. is this, but with hops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think that was the thing about Red Hook back in the day when we were drinking beer. Um, Red Hook was such a shock that uh, they were northwesting, north northwesting. But then you could have flavor in a beer other than hops. Like so, an ESB is very malt forward. It's it's like what you said. Like you're, it's not a bitter beer face Mm-mm. experience. No. It should be a sweet, kind of nutty. That's why the name's um, a little bit of a misnomer. And, and that that was what was so scary. Like we saw Red Hook ESB advertising, like bitter. Like no, no, the Bud Light episode, the Bud Light advertisement I saw the other day said bitter beer face. No, I don't want that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Except for it probably took five years before I realized what Red Hook ESB stood for. Exactly. <laughs> so. I think I think the first time I had Red Hook ESB was. We somehow ended up uh, north side of Seattle after a Huskies football game okay. in college, and we ended up almost playing beer pong at a round table in Wallingford, and we drank a pitcher of flat ESB because that was all they had left in the building. Oh, it was, man, Brian we got, missed that one. That was we just got, you and me. Yes, I was like, I don't got, think I was got, there for that one. We got there so late, but it was this flat Red yeah. Hook ESB, yeah. and you were just like, is this beer? And then you got done drinking, and you're like, yeah, this is beer. This is what beer is. No, I don't. that was not a good representation. I do remember exactly yes. then. Yeah. Uh, we did not have to walk home that time. Yes, the four-hour circuitous route that should have taken you like thirty-five 30, minutes. Thirty-five minutes. No, no. I know, but but the the route similar that, okay. similar but circumstances so, led us. If, to so if if you would, so if you and me on a long journey could have hearkened up and asked some giant eagles to take us where we wanted to go, <laughs> like maybe maybe a guy named Bilbo uh, asked the big big eagles to uh, take him to Mount Doom. Instead Proto. of having to walk there, Proto. you got the wrong movie. Oh well, maybe. sorry. Um, actually, sorry. I haven't read it in a while. I haven't watched um, it in a while. Actually, it's... Bilbo is in the Hobbits, and Frodo yeah. is in Lord of the Rings, and Gandalf is the one that sent the. Thank goodness giant this is Eagles there. Yeah, thank goodness this is a beer review <laughs> podcast, not a literature review podcast. I'm glad we brought the nerds in to help yeah. correct us. Come at, yeah, come ask, is... come at. <laughs> Hey, hey, guess what, Loader fans? I'm on. I'm on board with you that the Amazon reboot was dog shit. Oh, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. You didn't like it. I, I, I mean, like I, I. I. Okay, so I watched the first two episodes. I, I got it. nothing out of it. No it was like drinking water. It. it was just like I saw it. It's like, okay, great. It, it was all. You, you spent two hours, and then oh, hey, that's the guy who uh, Hugo Weaving played in the first movie. Ooh, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I did, not it get, did nothing to his character. Not to diverge, but yeah, no, I thought it was. Fine. It was very. Uh, it was safe. Pr- predictive. It was way safe too safe. And yeah, but I didn't. I didn't hate it. You could spend that much money on a TV show. Go big. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, uh, this Lord of the Rings themed beer, however, uh, if these guys weren't in New York, or if I lived in New York and I was within walking or tram distance or train distance, um, 
Yeah, this is in my frit. This is an everyday carry for me. What was the cost on the? I mean, if you don't mind, what was the cost on this can? Because it is a fancy so beer, overly fancy. I beer would label. say though, looking at their beers online, all of their labels are pretty fancy. Okay, but it, does that mean it's, this is a five dollar beer, or is this a buck ninety nine, or is I this mean, two ninety nine can? They're making some gnarly artwork, which for is awesome. almost all of their beers. So I, I respect that. I really enjoy that. I, mean, I would take this as a poster oh yeah i wouldn't i'm not that far but like i so, get it it's, it's, i mean it's super well done yeah like it's so on, super cool so on tibor uh it was 650 for this can or for a four pack for a pint well and that's for a pint uh but that's the part that i i didn't quite say it's why i've never jumped full into tavor you can get some really cool stuff you get stuff and it opens you up to a wider variety than is available in your area. That's yes. that to me and, and, is the primo like thing, but you you're paying for it. Yeah. Um, and so you just gotta really like be willing to just pay to try different things. Because honestly, like I really like this beer. Yes. I think it's yeah. really good. I mean, yes. Um. So realistically, I could go down and buy a uh, you know a sixteen of this is probably. You're three and a half. anywhere from three and a half to five bucks locally. Okay. Yeah. All right. I paid an extra buck and it got delivered here to my door. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put it. But if I could pick it up every day for like three bucks a can, every day. Uh, this feels regular wheelhouse enough that I would drink it every day. I think the fact that it's hard to locate, it's on the other side of the country. Yeah, it's tough. And then, yeah, the. Price point four and four and a half or four point eight. It's beer fridgeable. I just don't know that I can get my hands on it routinely enough to make it uh, an everyday beer. I think yeah. it ends up being a. I think if I have a local version of this, like I think like awesome. Thor was saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's one that to me, um, that this style of beer where you're getting that good craft flavoring, yep, but you're at that sub five percent, is that beer that we had talked about in recent episodes of like, that's what I'm looking for, for that transition beer. That one where like, Hey, I've already done my double IPA. I've already right. had a couple IPAs, but you don't I feel want... like going straight into a light beer. Yeah. I'm not going, I'm not getting to my Rainier yet, <laughs> but that's my starter beer guys. Yeah. But so like, I, I think that's a great kind of transition one. Um, but again, I think this is going back to I can't remember how many episodes ago it was like that cost of things like it's it's really tough I think for some people to justify making these beers that just aren't the oh my god this beer we gotta go find it when it's it's just a really solid beer that probably takes costs them a lot to make yeah and it's worthwhile if you can get your hands on it but I'm not going out of my way to to pay 15 bucks for a four pack or to right. do those things for it so what well, i think um, that's the hard part that we've talked about with loggers is when you're sticking to that like central wheelhouse they're not doing anything crazy with this beer no but it, it, it's it's, it's, it's it, a, this is just beer it's just a good beer yes. yes but there's not a whole lot other than the artwork on the can and mm-hmm. everything else mm-hmm. into that separates it from that yeah. red hook that i can get it safeway yeah so it's tough i think it um I think it's tough for the brewer. Yeah. Um, tough for the consumer, but like when it works out, it's good. I mean, I'm happy to have had it and tried yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Um, I will tell you, 
from looking on Untapped. They have 564 other beers that you can also try. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think Ooh. I think they're kind of like a, a previous review, Hupper's Cave, the same kind of deal. They do a lot of, hey, like, every year we're going to... Weird stuff and let's, one-offs. Let's come so. out with something new. And I think uh, that is a benefit... That is a benefit for a lot of brewers if you're able to do that and be flexible yeah. going, hey, you know what? This beer was good, but we can make it better or we can make it different. I th- I, I feel like you have to continually – like you need to have a, a core set. You need to have a core set of beers. Okay, this we're going to do this beer. You're in, you're out. It's solid. It's booked. Like it – like I hope this ESB is a – year round for them because that is yeah. a very solid representation mm-hmm. of ESB. Mm-hmm. That is a very good route for a beer business. But go but go out, have fun. You have that revenue from your core business. And then get weird. Go get weird. Yeah. Because sometimes you go out and get weird and it uh, you find uh, something that inspires you or you find something that works. And then and, it becomes and, part of your core set. Yeah. yeah. You can't and you can't experiment with new beers unless you have a solid base for your business. Right. You ha- at the end of the day, you have to make money. And if you're not making money, you shouldn't be going and doing new fancy things. You should be focusing on your core business. Right. Captain, where are you putting this in your uh, fridge? Is you, you putting this in your main fridge? Are you putting this in your beer fridge? Or are you waiting until I bring it over? I'm waiting for somebody to bring this over. <laughs> See, is, that's actually out. still high praise from him. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I didn't say I was drinking it when they brought it over. <laughs> I said I was waiting for somebody else to bring it over. I mean, you did drink all but of you what would you had. It, but you would accept it if somebody brought it over and donated it to your fridge. Yeah, and it would live there until somebody else came over, came over to drink it. it. Hey, but it's there. It's it would there, be it man. would be a main beer fridge beer then. Yes, it would until somebody else drank. Yes. Yeah. That's because you don't have any food in your fridge. There's... Literally only beer in my fridge. So it's, <laughs> it's like it's just I, an inside I, beer fridge versus an outside beer fridge. You, you, it's like you don't live there when it's cold outside. I don't live there when it's cold outside, <laughs> and I don't cook. So there's there might be two packets of hot sauce, and uh, that's about it. Oh, look at it. Somebody's single. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's I a mean, beer review. Right? We all drank it. Yeah. I mean, no. Our, oh, yeah, we did all drink. Yeah. It, no. They, the can. The can is empty. The can is empty. The glasses are empty. Hopefully yours are too. And we'll see you next time for another review. Anything Um, from Tulsa? No. um, (laughs) So everyone get your microphones in front of your face. Don't put the headphones on. Since uh, we have okay. the captain here, we have a we have an ability Uh-oh. to record a ratification to the beer rules. I put this in the Discord. I don't know if everybody read it. Uh, I did not. But you didn't it. read it because you're not Discord. Are you out already? Or are you gonna yeah, go get us some? Yeah, let's go get some? a beer and then we'll sit down and talk about uh, this. Well, no, it, I whistled. Beer. I whistled. I'm getting beers. I whistled. Oh, okay. That's the original whistle. Is I yeah. whistled. I'm gonna go get us some beers. If you've enjoyed what you just heard, make sure you subscribe to get the new episodes when they drop, and don't forget to leave us a review. If you want to know what we're drinking when we're not on the pod, you can follow us on social media at A Beer Review.
and we'd love to hear from you with any beer suggestions for us to review. Cheers.